Hello and welcome to the Fearless Man Podcast. This is a show where we talk about everything that God wants us to remember to do as a husband, a father, a friend, a leader, and even a chef in the kitchen. Don't miss it. Share with your friends and I'll see you on the podcast. This is your host, Andy Falco Jimenez. Hello, my friends. Andy Falco Jimenez coming to you live from, what, uh, no, I almost said Westlake, Lake Hills. <laughs> no, that's not even it. East Lake Village. Wow. I have no idea where I'm at. And it's a good thing. This is just an introduction and just getting started. Um, I've had this idea to do this type of podcast for a very, very long time. Um, but it just seems that lately everything has really come together uh, for the calling I think it is that I've had for many years to um, bring uh, a show or a even a Bible study or a men's group that um, will help kind of reset, <laughs> reset what's going on with men in our country. And, uh, you know, quite honestly, across the world. But uh, I got to start somewhere. And, uh, and it, it's, it seems that this is something that really is necessary. And to, to begin to make some of these changes that are in our, in our country. And hopefully, maybe I'll have some small part, maybe a bigger part as time goes on. But it is really sad. And I'm going to read a few things just to kind of kick this uh, brand new podcast off. Where I got a lot of things planned. Um, and I'll try to get into some of the ideas that I have uh, a little bit later on in the podcast. But I first want to kind of give you some scripture uh, from the Bible that talks about, um, you know, what God expects from us and what it is that we um, have to remember that is required from us as God has told us in the Bible. And, and one of those things is that we need to train. We need to train and we need to be disciplined to be godly men. And I think that is really one message that doesn't seem to be get, seem to be um, given, there's the word I was looking for, given uh, to men in the church. Quite honestly, uh, women uh, are uh, way more active in the church. They um, tend to uh, buy more Bibles and, and um, uh, attend more of the ongoings of a church and, and the things that uh, they have and, and encourage their men to come. And, and quite often men are along with them at the church at the encouragement of the women. And really it's supposed to be the other, other way around. Um, uh, men are to love their wives as Jesus loved the church. And, and we are to be the leaders. We are to be the guides of our families and, and, and to be the one who prays at dinner time or prays over our children at bedtime and I think it's been lost. So um, let me get into a, a, a couple bits of scripture here that I definitely want to read. And we'll go in deeper in other episodes um, as to kind of what they mean and that kind of stuff as I begin to go a little bit deeper. But I just kind of want to give a little quick, a real quick overview and read from this other book that I have that really is one of the, the things that catapulted uh, this particular podcast that's entitled Disciplines of a Godly Man. I can tell you also... Uh, uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills with, uh, you know, Pastor Jack Kibbs, they have a program over there called Buds, which um, 
in regard to the act, the acronym comes from SEAL training, but the church, although they call the program BUDS, um, they, I, I believe they've forgotten why uh, or what acronym they've created, <coughs> created out of the <coughs> acronym BUDS for um, the church. So I'm going to have to ask somebody to see if they remember what it was, but uh, I, 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 could, I can't tell you what BUDS stands for in regard to the church. Now, I believe it, it, it stands for in SEALs, Basic Underwater Demolition School is what uh, BUD stands for, for the SEALs, but uh, not really sure what, what Jack meant uh, by it when he created it. But I think it's just, it sounds manly and uh, really wanted to be part of the church. So the first reference uh, in the Bible that I want to go to as far as scripture is concerned is 1 Timothy 4, 7, which says, have nothing to do with godless myths and old wives tales, rather train yourself to be godly. Really, uh, very few words to say something extremely important. And when I read what's in this book, you'll understand even more what this means, is that we are often told as men that we are not to be masculine, that somehow that that is toxic and evil and not good. Um, and that is a myth, or it's becoming an old wives' tale, because this has been going on for years, that men have been kind of pushed down to not be the leaders that God has meant us to be, to not be the husbands that God has called us to be, to not be the fathers that God has called us to be, that we are directed by God because uh, obviously he saw it coming through uh, this bit of scripture in 1 Timothy uh, that in um, it says here again, having have nothing, nothing, zero to do with godless myths and old wives tales, rather you, Dad, father, um, husband, leader, uh, friend to other men is that you rather train yourself to be godly. Now, I'm going to go to the next one here, which is uh, 1 Corinthians 9, 25 through 27. And I'm so sorry. <coughs> I ate something before I came live. And obviously, I didn't wash it down well enough. But it's 1 Corinthians 9, 25 through 27, which says everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever, we as Christians. Therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. What, a, what an awesome little bit of scripture there. <clears throat> and then the last one I want to make reference to is uh, uh, from First uh, Timothy again, 4.10, which says that that is why we labor and strive, because we have put our hope in the living God, who is the savior of all people, and especially of those who believe. All right, place all those things together that we need to be disciplined, that we don't just box in the air, that we, we strike blows to ourselves to really, um, uh, you know, make sure that we understand that um, I strike a blow to my body to make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I myself will be, will not be disqualified by others. That I don't want to be a hypocrite that I'm, uh, and this is where I think finally that for me, the podcast has become a reality in regard to creating fearless men is that it, it this is really 
what it took for me is that I could be out there preaching or talking or, uh, you know, selling a good game about what it means to be a, um, a strong man, a strong husband, a strong father. But unless I was really doing it myself, it's really hard to convince others to do the things that I talk about. And so it really took a lot of deep soul searching and um, spending time with God and being in this amazing marriage that I'm in with my wife, Hedia, that things really began to change. And um, I began to make many changes in my life so that I wasn't simply talking a good game, that I was actually in the game and being the, the, the person that I was suggesting to other men that they need to be. And I, I, I think that that's so important. So let me get into this, uh, uh, this book a little bit. And this is going to kind of set the stage as to why I think it's necessary, because I believe that uh, Kent uh, does a great job here in this book explaining what has happened over the years, what has happened over the decades uh, 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 as to why we are in this position now that men have become a bit soft and um, feminized over the years. All right. So uh, I don't know if there's any women uh, watching. Uh, if you're watching, please uh, uh, let me know. Yeah, women can watch. Um, and maybe you can, you know, you know, uh, share this message with the man that's in your life or your sons or uh, nephews or grandsons, if you want to do that. Um, but there's going to be, it's going to be man talk. So <laughs> if you, if you're going to watch uh, you know, and you can, and you can let me know if I'm on the, uh, off on the wrong track or what have you. But again, I'm going to be reading from this book, which goes, it goes pretty deep into why we have this problem. And yes, I got to put on glasses for this one. The font's a little bit smaller uh, than what I like. All right, so uh, I'm starting on page 21 of this book. Again, it's called Disciplines of a Godly Man. <clears throat> and I think that, again, Kent does a good job of explaining what has happened over the years and why the discipline, um, why it's important for men to be disciplined in God's word and putting it into um, action with all the different um, hats that we wear as men, husband, father, uh, friend, leader, uh, chef in the kitchen. All right, so I'm going to start in the middle of a paragraph here. It says, in today's world and church, Christian men who are dis disciplined are the exception, not the rule. <clears throat> Why? The answer is that the popular, politically correct culture of the new millennium suppresses manliness and especially the manliness and leadership of men who attempt to follow Christ. The reason are feminism entertainment and legalism and together they are daunting feminism during the 1970s certain feminist strategists initiated the so-called girlhood project with the intent of effectively blurring and even erasing the distinction between males and females according to an author according to author and social critic barbara defoe whitehead feminists call for a new sexual standard based on traditional boyhood. <laughs> in their plays and pursuits, little girls were to be more like boys. Among cultural elites, a traditionally feminine daughter became a mild social embarrassment, while a feisty tomboy daughter became source of pride. Now, men are afraid to raise boys. The copy the boys approach was applied to all of life, to sexuality, to speech, and even to body type. 
But the tomboy ideal of a wiry athletic body, along with this, naturally active and competitive boys were penalized for their boyish behavior, while girls were lauded for ruggedness and athletic prowess. The effect today is a culture that celebrates a woman who has a body that is sculpted by exercise and diet to look like that of a man and who talks like a man and acts like a man. Amid this culture inversion, a rugged, assertive, and disciplined man is deemed a threat. If a guy lifts his head to take charge in a mixed-gender situation, he is labeled as a chauvinist or a sexist pig. So a generation of men have been neutered and neutralized as to their nat natural ruggedness and willingness to undergo the disciplines that will turn them into real men. And Christian men are particularly susceptible to being, to, to being cowed by the culture because discipline and God, for godliness Sorry, because discipline for godliness demands a particular toughness and rugged individuality in a castrating, God-denying culture. Let me read one more uh, here, one more paragraph, which is in regard to entertainment. The second culprit in the neutralizing of men is the addiction to entertainment. A face lit by a luminous screen is a study in passivity. Fleeting images intermingled with a thousand commercials and banner ads of an average week's viewing instill passiveness. There is no time for engagement or reflection, much less action. The viewer becomes a passive, munching, sipping drone, a male bee that has no sting and gathers no honey. There are guys, boyers, who have substituted viewing for doing and, ima and imagine that they have scored a touchdown or taken a hill by virtue of having watched it. Passive living legends in their own inert minds and i'll leave it right there there's another section here another paragraph that's really important and i'll uh, bring that up in a in a future podcast but that gives you a little bit of an idea of what has been going on in our culture and we've all known it um uh, those of us that are a little bit older i think the the men that are in their 20s and 30s don't realize where necessarily where manlyhood used to be and when i shake hands with some boys in their teens and their 20s I realize that many of these boys have not been taught how to shake hands in the same manner that I was taught to shake hands. Now, whether it's right or wrong, I believe it's right, is that we are to, to shake hands firmly while looking at the man in the eyes to acknowledge that we have self-respect for each other and that we see each other as men. Um, and it wouldn't even be beyond uh, what even God calls for, and I've been uh, this has been shared with me recently, is that even at times when when appropriate is to show manly affection, where you wrap your arm around them and and give them a big tight hug and uh, and still maintain that manliness, but showing a um, uh, you know a uh, a bit of uh, manly affection for the other man to show him that uh, that we're not threatened or that you're not uh, a threat to them um, and. And then that's okay too. But yet, um, we we start with a handshake. We start with looking at a man in the eyes, not looking down at the ground, not looking at our phone, uh, and saying hi, which is something that I've seen far more often recently in, again, the, the teens and the 20-somethings is that they quite often have a phone in their hand and they're looking down at their phone and kind of look up and say hi and look back at their phone or look down at the ground or have this really limp, and soft and clammy handshake that um, does not 
show anybody uh, uh, any masculinity. It's it's a, it's this weird, um, you know, softness that uh, is really been beaten into our culture through again entertainment and through our culture uh, and in schools and through um, social media and other uh, 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 things that speak to uh, boys as they're growing up to be men's that they're not to be strong. They're not to be assertive. They're not to, to be leaders. They're to stand down. Um, and the discipline uh, that uh, men have been taught over the years have, has gone by the way of the dodo bird. It just doesn't exist anymore. It is extinct. And so uh, what I'd like to do over the, 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 the podcast, the series of podcasts that I, I have planned is to uh, have a little bit of um, biblical teachings, some examples uh, of what it means to live as a disciplined, godly man, to give some ideas to fathers, uh, what it means to uh, raise your boys up to be men, godly men. And I'm not telling you to bring your men up to be tyrants or cavemen. Uh, we're talking about respected teachers and, and leaders and, and friends to men's to men and um, amazing husbands to their women uh, that they have chosen to be their wife. And that is what I think that really needs to be done now. And I think God has put me in a unique position from my history, from being a police officer and seeing some of the things um, that can happen when men are not disciplined, they become uh, less than, uh, you know, uh, you know, good godly men <laughs> in our society. There's another, there was another word I was looking for and I, and I couldn't quite come up with it, but um, I, I think that it, there, there is a discipline that needs to be uh, first started with each individual man that exists today as they have children, as they have grandchildren, as they maybe, maybe they don't have children, but maybe they become a mentor to young men is that they need this discipline in their life first so that they be can become mentors, so they become leaders and fathers to those men that need to be raised up. Uh, Carl, nice to see you. Too many, too many say boys in this world. Yeah. <laughs> right. I hear you. Um, yes. I mean, men has become kind of a cuss word or um, something that uh, we're not allowed to say. Uh, and, and Carl's right that it has become necessary to change, not necessary for us, but necessary to fit in the world. Remember that Christians and godly men are not of this world, right? They're not, we're not of this world. We are of heaven. We are of Christ. We are with God. Um, and so when we live in this world, we fall into the traps of the world and we become, we become reduced to what the world expects from us, which is not to be men expect us to be uh, soy boys, as Carl says here. <laughs> and uh, this is what we need to change. Now, I've seen Carl's men that he's raised, and uh, they are doing great. They are doing really well. They are doing well in the, the uh, universities, colleges that they've chosen, in their sports, their leaders. 
and uh, great disciplined men that I had the, the great privilege of shaking their hands at a recent event. And it was the Buds event at, uh, at uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. So Carl's doing a great job. And it, it, it might not be uh, far-fetched from Carl and I get together on a podcast and talking about how he's raised his men um, in this world where it's not uh, acceptable to raise men. So I, uh, again, just wanted to come on and give a little introductory, uh, as, as, uh, I'm creating a podcast, what you have to do in order to create a podcast so that it'll be accepted by, uh, things like our iHeartRadio and Spotify and that kind of stuff. You have to get a couple episodes under your belt. So I'm going to quickly put out a couple episodes that are going to be just kind of like laying the foundation for what the fearless man podcast, uh, will be all about. And then we'll really begin to hit our um, stride and uh, bringing some subject matter that uh, I think will be helpful. Uh, and I, and I, again, I, I was going to tell you, um, as I said in the beginning, I wanted to tell you that with some of the ideas I have, and that is, is to go out and to, to show how to do things, how to, how to be men in this world, how to, you know, change a flat tire to how to uh, cook on the barbecue to maybe even bring in my wife on and talking to her about what it means to have a godly man in her life and to have a godly husband, to uh, to be looking to the husband, to be the leader in the house. Uh, and that's not easy. If you know my wife, Hedia, you know that she's not a, a, a wallflower. She is a very strong woman. And um, and so I got to ask her and want to talk to her about what it means to her. Her, her life, uh, much of her life has been as a, a single woman, single mom who had to uh, persevere in a, in a life in the FBI, in, in business as an attorney and that kind of stuff. And, and now this man, this man, me, coming into her life, how, how the transition has been for her to go from a woman who was the head of the household because she was the only adult in the household, house, uh, household and how that transition is made. And I think that will be helpful uh, to some, uh, uh, you know, couples starting uh, in their new marriage. So um, these are some of the things that I'm talking about, maybe even sports, you know, talking about, you know, what it means to be a, a disciplined, godly man in sports and how you can be an example to the, your teammates, uh, whether, you, whether you're the, the captain of the team or just, uh, uh, you know, one of the other people, the players on the team. You know, what it, it is that you can do to show your teammates what it means to be a disciplined, godly man on your team. So those are some of the things that I definitely want to talk about. I want to bring on guests and I want to uh, give examples and show you, um, um, show men what it means to be a godly man uh, in many ways, in, in, in fixing things around the house, in cooking, in um you know, putting the kids to bed, changing a diaper, whatever, whatever that means. I've changed a lot. Of, I have six kids. And so I've changed a lot of diapers uh, in my life. I've uh, fed a lot of babies breast milk. No, not, of course, not for me. Now, the woke people believe that men can breastfeed, I believe, and, and, and have periods and, and get pregnant. That, that is, uh, I, I don't know if you need to hear this today, but that's not true. Men don't lactate, men don't have a period, and men can't get pregnant. So, just in case, just in case there's any confusion, that is not what we're going to be learning here on the Fearless Man podcast. But we are going to talk about taking care of your children, um, whether that's changing diapers or feeding them um, or teaching them how to walk or ride a bike 
to help, helping them understand how to change a tire, uh, what it means to check an oil on their vehicle, how to fix, um, uh, you know, how to mount a wall mount for a television set. You know, these are things that I'm finding that many boys don't know how to do wash, how to um, wash your car, how to, how to, you know, put uh, armor on the tire. It, it, uh, I think some of you may be shocked as to how little uh, boys know um, when it comes to those kinds of things. I'm 60 years old and I have young kids. So my youngest is nine. So I, I still um, am a very active participant in the, in the fathering of young children. And I, I, I will see some of these boys that are friends of my, uh, my kids and how little they know about what happens in the real world and what it is they need to know as they, um, they become adults. And, you know, it, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy for kids to become adults. It's not easy for the girls to become adults. I have a 29 year old girl who, when it became time uh, for him to her to become an adult, um, it, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't that easy at that time, raising the, um, my older daughter, I was a single dad, uh, feeling a bit, a bit guilty about being divorced and did not raise her in a way that she knew how to become an adult. And I look back on those days and realize what I did wrong. And uh, of course, I'm not making that mis same mistake again. And so I know, I'm not telling you that I'm perfect uh, by, by uh, far from that. But uh, I do know uh, the mistakes I've made and I know what I've learned over uh, time that has been beneficial and, and know those things that I've done wrong that um, I've also learned from. So I'll be bringing some of those ideas to you too. Uh, Carl, thanks for joining me and I appreciate it. And let me know what your thoughts are. If you're watching the replay of this, uh, feel free to please comment. I see that there's more than just Carl watching. So uh, whoever else is watching, please comment. Let me know what you think about some of these ideas. If there's anything that you think that we should be putting in this podcast, put it in the comments so that I know. Any comment you put, I will see, regardless if you're watching right now on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Rumble is which I'm broadcasting on right now. So whatever channel you're watching this on right now, um, please comment and let me know what it is that you think that men uh, need to know today or boys need to know as they become men. When I say boys, I mean boys that are like, you know, eight, nine, 10 years old. Uh, as they are becoming teenagers and men, please let me know uh, what it is that you think um, is missing uh, from the education of boys and what it means for them to become men. Uh, Carl says, I'm ready to tune and uh, comment. Looking forward to it. Good, Carl. I'm looking forward to your comments too. And I uh, can't wait to have you on the show. I, again, I, I, have, I have a good feeling about this, that uh, there may be something that you and I can talk about online uh, live and, uh, and bring to others that might be helpful. All right, my friends. Uh, God bless you guys. And I will see you on the next one. Take care. Talk to you later. Bye. Now I'm going to be playing the intro. Uh, for my outro because i haven't created the outro yet so it's it, it, it it's gonna sound funny but um here we go hello and welcome to the fearless man podcast this is a show where we talk about everything that god wants us to remember to do as a husband a father a friend a leader and even a chef in the kitchen don't miss it share with your friends and i'll see you on the podcast. This is your host, Andy Falco Jimenez.